0: This episode of 948 Division 1 is brought to you by Raw and Jim of Henderson, and Logan has been sponsoring a show here on the network, the old network and the new network for the last four years now, and he makes this show possible and we do appreciate that. They're located at 2101 Highway 64 in Henderson. You can give them a call, 903-987-5858. You can find them online at and Jim Henderson.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type In Ryan and jim of henderson and we've talked before about how at Ryan and jim of henderson it's not just about working out it's a family atmosphere that they want to know your goals and then they're going to help you try to get to those goals and strive for them and when you achieve them they're going to celebrate with you also logan knows it's not just about working out as he says nutrition is just as important as exercise when it comes to achieving your fitness goals proper nutrition is essential for achieving strength and muscle gains and he backs that up because now at the gym you can buy prepackaged meals. They're healthy. They're easy, and also it's really easy to pay. You don't have to have cash. You walk in, you get the meal you want, and you cash app for it. So check out Raw and Jim of Henderson again, located at twenty one oh one Highway sixty four in Henderson. Two weeks left in the nine four A Division one standings are taking shape, or are they? Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the RAR and Jim of Henderson nine four A Division one show. Well, we're going to be talking all things nine four eight Division One. <laughs> hey, at least it's a fun district to talk about. You got Kilgore, Lindell, Chapel Hill, Athens Path, Athens Palestine, Henderson, and Jacksonville. If you did not know, and we've got some great matchups. Just to let you know, the standings as of now, Kilgore's is top at five and zero. They've already beat Lindell. They still got Chapel Hill to play. Lindell is four and one. They've already lost to Kilgore and beat Chapel Hill and then Chapel Hill's 3 and 1 they've lost to Lindell we'll see what they do against Kilgore and then you've got Athens Faustine Henderson and Jacksonville basically battling it out for the third spot or the fourth spot. It's really going to come down to Athens and Palestine. So what we're going to do and every week going forward is talk nine four a with any Brett, Brett Sweeney will be joining me to just kind of recap each district game for this week and next week, preview the next week. And then of course we're going to be doing this show as long as the playoffs are going for any team in this district. We will have a show for that week. And I have a feeling we're going to have a couple, maybe three teams play for a while in, and 4A Division One. All right, we're gonna take a break. And when we come back, it's brett Sweeney joining me to talk 94A Division One right here on the Raw and Jim of Henderson District Show. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL guy talk movie and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. Terry Bennett back here on the district nine a division one show brought to you by Ron, Jim of Henderson. We're now joined by NETSN Brett, Brett Swaney of the Chapel Hill football broadcast, but he also does a ton of other basketball, volleyball, all that kind of fun stuff uh, in the Northeast Texas area. But right now we're going to focus on nine a division one, pull back the curtain a little bit. We already started this conversation. I had some in, uh, technical issues had to restart but let's start where we were and we're going to start at the fourth place because right now that's the big battle you know I know Chapel Hill Lindell and Kilgore are all playing for positioning but we'll get to those right now I want to talk about winning you're in uh losing you go home and that's where it looks like we're headed for the last week of the season Athens versus Palestine
1: yeah it's looking like it um Athens we talked about a while ago that they had the kind of the easier schedule early Yeah, Um, they're going to end with Chapel Hill and Palestine. So most likely both teams are going to come into this game at two and three. So basically it is a play in game. Basically it's for fourth and fifth place. Um, The game will be in Athens this year. Um, And so um, actually, no, it's going to be in Palestine. So, you know, you got to give the upper hand to Palestine a little bit. The home atmosphere is going to help them. They played really well there. Um, I was there. They played against Chapel Hill uh, first district game chapel hill and palestine only lost by nine uh and they also hung with Lindell for the majority of the game there as well so i would expect palestine to play well um the main thing with with palestine i haven't seen athens yet but i know with palestine um they need to be in the game or in the lead they don't play yeah. well having to come from behind um, they they do a great job of of keeping the ball um in the offense's hands and you know having long drives, keeping the other team's offense off the field. But if they have to throw, other than the play-action throws that work well for them, if they have to line back up there and throw, like spread the ball out and throw it around, that's not what they want to do. So if you're Athens, you're going to want to get off to a good start and get a lead and force Palestine to get out of their uh, original game plan.
0: Now, I I do want to point out, uh i I know you you say i'm crazy but henderson still has a legitimate chance they play palestine this week and if they were to beat the wildcats that would throw everything into just a really complete tizzy and and, you know henderson on the year of course chapel hill destroyed them kilgore beat them but they hung with athens that was a three-point game and and honestly it kind of felt if maybe henderson wins that game we have a completely different outlook on what they're going to do but i do want to point out they legitimately still have a chance
1: yeah it's, it's true um yeah, Henderson's got. You know they've got Palestine and Jacksonville remaining. So um, Jacksonville's had a tough time this season. So
0: are you surprised by that? Like I really thought when the realignment hit, Grant and I on on our realignment show, I, I talked about them in Sulphur so- Springs, and I said look for either one or both of those teams to drop down and immediately become good sulfur springs has done that in fact sulfur springs might be a dark horse on that side of the bracket in, in, in their area jacksonville though last year three and seven this year zero and eight i will admit i'm absolutely shocked by that
1: i'm a little surprised at the zero and eight I, uh coach holman's a great coach he was on the staff uh on the state championship team over here in chapel hill yep um and then he went to I believe went to lufkin and was the uh defensive coordinator um down there but he's he's Got a tough time. I mean, they had some injury problems over there a little bit, so they've had the things to deal with. But I honestly, I thought they would be one of the teams competing for that four spot preseason. I really thought that they would take a step forward, but it just hasn't been the case. They just, they have just haven't been able to to get over the hump. I mean, you look at what they've done this year on their schedule. I mean, they 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 did play Silver Springs, like you mentioned. Yeah, they, they lost to they them quite a while. They were ahead in that game. Um, and I believe had some guys get hurt there, and that's some of the problems. I had some guys get hurt. Sulphur Springs kind of came back on um, and won. Lost to White House. We know White House is a really good team. Yeah. Um, Pine Tree, another 5A school, but Pine Tree's improved this season. Um, then, then when they got the district play and they lost to Athens at that first hand, that's when I kind of was like, oh, that's, that's not good. And that's one of those games that – before the season started, I thought they would win. You know, Athens was the bottom of the district last year. So, you know, I just, I'm just really shocked by that. I really am. I'm, I'm looking at that Henderson though. I saw them play last week. Um, I don't know what happened. The quarterback didn't play. They had their backup played. So there have been some, some issues there. So if they get their quarterback back, maybe they, maybe they can compete and throw a wrench in all this. But as of right now, I, from what I've seen, Palestine is definitely the best team out of the top three to me. Well, we'll see Athens this week. Um, but I think that they're having that game uh in Palestine is gonna be a big difference. Yeah, I I, I totally agree with
0: that. And, and again, Athens, uh, they take on Chapel Hill this week. As we talked about in the in the first recording of this, uh, you know, they took it to Kilgore on the road, uh, 28 to 21. The fact that it was a close game is surprising, but also for me, the fact that they held Kilgore to twenty-eight points might be even more surprising. This could be an interesting game, and in that you know, you've got Athens now with a lot of confidence coming into this. You know, their coach is saying, "Hey, you know what? If we beat Chapel Hill, we don't even have to worry about Palestine in that first, that last round. We can, you know, we can worry about positioning at that point." Mm-hmm. I, I do think this is going to be an interesting game.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I think that Chapel Hill. You know, coming off that Lindale game, um, I think some eyes were opened. So maybe some things that the players didn't see. I'm sure the coaches, you know, it's, it's hard to to talk to 16, 17-year-old kids when they think they're invincible. You oh, know, yeah. you, lose, you lose a game like that. It happened two years ago. Uh, they lost in Lindell two years ago. Kind of went on a little run there. Um, you know, made it to the fourth round of the playoffs. Um, so, you know. I think that they've got a chance to really do something. I I was impressed by the difference in the teams from from, from Lindell game versus the Henderson game. Now, Henderson's not as good a team as Lindell. Yeah. But, I mean, they came out and made a statement. I mean, it was 56-3 to when the starters were pulled. So, some of those other points were, you know, those – and that's one thing that Coach Reardon's very, very good about. He pulls – when he pulls back – and not going to risk someone getting injured. So some yeah. of the scores, I know we talk about the defense and, and the points they've given up, but there's been a lot of those games that legitimately they've pulled guys out and given up two or three trash touchdowns there. Um, so I think the defense is better than what sometimes we give them credit for because they don't play a lot of four-quarter games uh, in, in a lot of these. So um, I think that it's going to be interesting the how they come off of this one. It, are they still going to be motivated and still going to be hungry? I think they will. I think they're going to handle Athens, I wouldn't say easily, but I don't think it's going to be a, a, as a big a challenge as the Palestine game. I think they're going to come out now that they've kind of refocused. The coach maybe has their attention now, and uh, they're going to handle them pretty well. Of course, you know, Coach Harrell's a great coach down there in Athens, and I know he'll have them ready too.
0: Well, and what you talked about, I think, makes a valid point about what what Palestine can do so well is they play keep away. And and Athens has a, a really good number of athletes, but their style kind of fits into Chapel Hill's where, okay, you want to get in a track meet? We'll get in a track meet. You know, for the Bulldogs, you and I have talked about it before, on the air, off the air, it's just simply keeping your head clear and playing clean football and maybe losing that Lindell game might be the best thing that happens to them going forward because that reminds them that, Hey, you know, if you don't play clean football against a solid to good opponent,
1: you can be beat. Yeah. Yeah. And it really says to uh, coach Cochran and their game plan that they had at Lindell for that one. I mean, they, they had what they wanted to do was they wanted to control the clock, keep the ball, in their offense's fans for as long as they could and keep brisbane and stewart off the field yeah and that's what happened and then when chapel hill did have the ball mistakes were made uh you had some fumbles turnovers and let lindale have uh you know short fields made it really tough for them to come back and then they kind of make a, a comeback there late in the game but you know just ran out of time but i mean hats off to linda i mean that that's what you have to do. To to win a game like that, you have to have a solid game plan. You have to execute it. And then you have to have things go your way. And all three of those things happened, and, and they were able to get that win. Now, what will Lindell do with it? I mean, we'll see. I think they're not going to be able to do that going forward too far in the playoffs. They're going to have to – Thurman, I mean, he had 300-plus yards in that game. I mean – Yeah. They, and they had their, their, their tailback. Uh, Parker, I believe, is out now, so – they're going to have to find somebody else to help shoulder the load, because um, a poor guy can't carry the ball forty plus times a game. I mean, that's- I, I mean, we say
0: that, but they literally went to a state championship game on the legs of, of one
1: guy for the most part. Yeah, it was a little bit different dynamic, though. Yeah, I agree. There, I agree. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's run up the mill and just getting pounded. Like that's yeah. not. Uh, it's a little bit different, you know, when you're running a basically a quarterback run. Almost every play, I mean, he's taking some hits from some big guys up there. And so, I mean, as well as Thurman's played, at some point, I mean, you just, you got to have somebody else that can take some of those hits.
0: Well, one of the things I think that, that Cochran does well at Lindell, though, is attack defenses' as weaknesses. So you might see a game like against Chapel Hill where they're like, okay, we can get them guard to guard and we can use that. And then the, against you know another team, it's, hey, we're going to hit the edges. And, and I think that's one of the things that Cochran doesn't get enough credit for it, is that just, in his staff, I don't mean just him, it, is their ability to kind of find the defensive weaknesses because we're talking about a Lindell team that offensively now this is what they do they they just out they either outscore or get outscored but they're usually going to put up a lot of points that's why i was a little shocked by that kilgore game i mean i know it's in today's football 29 points isn't a ton of points i was surprised that kilgore who let's talk about kilgore they yeah. to me are the most confusing team still even though they're seven eight and one five and oh in district the way they've lost in one games is confusing. They gave up thirty to Carthage. They hold Gilmer to twenty three, uh you know, and, and then into di- into district play, that offense is really starting to to churn. And so is that defense, but is it because of who they played outside of Lindell?
1: Yeah, and then yeah. but then you look at Athens last week and they scored
0: but but they held Athens to twenty one. So I mean that to
1: me, you know, I, I don't know. It's it, weird. They it's they've they've won different ways. And that's
0: it. that's one of those things that will help them going forward for sure.
1: Yeah. And so you don't really know how, how good is their offense. You know, it's hard to – I mean, they haven't really put up any big numbers against opponents that I would consider – Good defenses. Uh, good, yeah, good defenses. I mean, you've got – they put up 46 on Henderson. We know Henderson's defense is not that great. Uh, Lindell's defense has been – it's been kind of a roller coaster season for them. They have improved if you look – and that's one of the things that I noticed. Yeah. Like early in the season, Lindell's given up. 46, you know, 42, 42, 59. And then they hit district play and they give up seven to Henderson, uh, seven to Athens. The Kilgore one's kind of the outlier, but then they only give up 23 to Chapel Hill. But then last week they give up uh, 49 to Palestine. So it's kind of like th- that's kind of a hodgepodge there. How good is Lindell's defense? Is it just the, maybe the matchup is not as good? I don't know. I, I know it's improved to me. I I, I thought coming in, that was, they going to be their weakness. But I've been impressed with Lindell's defense uh, so far. It's just kind of confusing. It's it's you know.
0: Well, and I'd like to know if that if that Palestine game if that was one of those where Lindell got out early and then just kind of throttled back. Um,
1: and and well, know, I was following it. It was it was back and forth. Was it? Yeah, it was. And I, and and I figured this game would be like a two hour game with the way the teams play. Yeah, exactly. Good I mean, point. A fast game because you know a lot, not a lot of throwing, a lot of running. And not anything big play wise. It's going to be, you know, four or five yards here, four or five yards there. And so, um, yeah, I was surprised by the score. I mean, I, I thought it'd be more like a, you know, 35 28 game or something, just because there wouldn't be enough time to score that many points.
0: Well, and then it goes, it goes back to we talk about policy and they're going to grind you down. And then I go back to, well, why didn't Chapel Hill do that? But as you said, Chapel Hill got behind the the uh, the eight ball really quick with turnovers, bad field position and stuff. Um, but it just felt like they kind of maybe left some points on the ground against Lindell. But again, give Lindell credit, man. The game plan, I was watching some of the
1: highlights from that. The game plan they did, I know it's really simple, but Chapel Hill could never figure it out. Yeah, and and that's one thing that's a negative about scoring quickly, Terry, is like you get your defense right back out there. So I think that had a big difference in, in this game, too, Lindell goes down. They they have Chapel Hill's defense on the field for, you know, five, six, seven, eight minutes. And then Chapel Hill's offense, if they go back out there in their quick strike, the defense turns around and has to get right back on the field. And so between that and then the turnovers, uh, I would be interested to see what the time of possession was. I would gather, gather to say it was probably pretty lopsided. Um And if you if you have your defense out there that long, even if you're a solid defense, they're eventually going to get tired. Yeah. So I mean, it 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 was a a perfect game plan. I kind of want to talk about. So now you've got an interesting setup here. All right. um, The top three spots. Okay. So you've got Kilgore five and zero, Lindale four and one, Chapel Hill three and one. Yep. They see Lindale is at the the district point differential is is you can only get fifteen. In, okay. the, in district so kilgore is at max they're at 15 plus 15 uh lindale is at negative three because they won by 12 and lost by a lot which is only can only get 15 so right now chapel hill has uh is at negative 12 so they would need to beat kilgore and win by what seven or about a touchdown yeah
0: i think let's see
1: is that right? No, that'd not be more than that because they're they're negative. So see, it's he, twenty seven point differential right now between. So it'd be two touchdowns. Okay, So, they would need to win by two touchdowns, um, and that would put them at number one. And then Kilgore would be they won by two touchdowns. Kilgore would still be positive. So that's going to be an interesting shakeout because you're, you're going to be looking at you're going to be looking at scoreboard. If you're Lindale, you know you got to take care of your games. Yeah. But, I mean, it's going to be a point differential thing if Chapel Hill wins. Now, if Chapel Hill loses, then they'll be third. He'll go be first, and Lindale will be second. I don't know that it – Looking at the matchups. I don't know how much it matters. It's going to matter more on the, the bracket itself. I don't know what the first-round game may not, but it's where I, you are yeah, on the bracket.
0: I, I do think you don't want to play Lumberton. I think Lumberton's heating up. Uh, They have a really yeah, good – They struggled
1: work. early, surprisingly. They had some but, injuries –
0: well, I, I one of the guys on Smokey I I don't let me see what his name is just in case he finds out. Listen, I always like to shout out people that give us information. He directed me to a uh, a uh, yeah, it was Raider 20 from Smokey. Um he directed me to an interview that Coach Rays did. You know, Coach Rays graduated to Marshall. He's not from Marshall. His dad was a coach, so but he ended up his last 3 years I think it was right after me. Um but I, he talked about that young uh, young offensive line young secondary they were you know completely rebuilding everything basically but Lucas Powell and, and they've started to heat up I, I still love the fact I think their the statistical anomaly of losing their first three games 35 to 20 35 to 20 and 34 to 20 is is more fascinating than anything else but yeah. as, as far as that district I, that's the team you want to avoid in the first round LCM is really solid don't get me wrong but I don't think lCM is going to scare anybody it, it, you know any any of the top three but yeah. lumberton you want to avoid them uh and, and they play this week actually for the district championship and so we'll see how
1: how is that it, is it really more that you want to avoid your own district here if you're kilgore lindale and chapel hill if you want, you want the one seed so you don't have to play the other two guys yeah, possibly later
0: yeah. I mean, you you always, that's always a benefit. You always want to push. People don't understand this. You always want to push the toughest game to the last possible game. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more you, the more you advance, the better the wins are and all that. And so if you get a choice, yeah, you're going to take it in order of least the toughest and play the toughest at the end. And, and you do make a valid point, uh, uh, you know, as far as, you know, who do you want to play now compared to who do you want to play, you know, in round four or round three. Uh, and, you you want to avoid because the second and third will play in round three, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, it, it's it's really weird how it is. Because it's, it's really weird that Pleasant Grove and Carthage are going to end up playing each other in round three, too, though. That, it's, that, just
1: it's just because a, of the district lineups. Yeah,
0: good. just because of the district lineup and how, how it all falls. All right, so let's talk about this week's games. We're not going to we'll just give our picks. We're not going to go deep in them. This is kind of the off week outside of two games. You got Lindell versus Jacksonville. I think Lindell rolls.
1: Yeah, Lindell. Easy. Um
0: yeah, and then uh, let's start with Palestine versus Henderson. I, I, I think Palestine's a f- favorite, but I do think this is a game, if you don't watch out, I think Henderson has showed you know flashes that Athens games comes back, but to me, I, I'm like you, when you're playing the Wildcats, can you stop the run and can you keep them from keeping the ball away from you? And I don't know if Henderson could do that. I could see this game being close, but Palestine kind of grinding them down in the second half.
1: Yeah, I think. From what I've seen from both teams, I think Palestine is is the better team right now. The game is in Henderson, so that you know it's all. I think right. that matters. It, it does. I mean, it, it's they really have a nice facility, by the way. Henderson Stadium is we taught Taj Hall um, of the stadiums in our district. It's probably the nicest. Henderson's uh, doing a lot of right things.
0: It's just going to take a while.
1: Yeah, it really is, and they they had some good moments out there. And you know, when I heard they were playing their backup quarterback, uh, that that can make a difference. I mean, you have to put in someone that hasn't. Taken, but a few snaps all season. I yeah. put them in, um, but yeah, I think Palestine is going to take this one. I think you know Henderson maybe stays in it for the first half, and then Palestine kind of pulls away in the second. All right, does Athens upset Chapel Hill? I don't think so. Um, oh I think, I, well, hey, I'm going to go with who I pick. <laughs> if I thought they were going to lose, I'd tell you. Oh, <laughs> I, just we'll I just don't think so. I think um, I think lesson learned in the Lindell game. I think Chapel Hill is going to pick up where they left off. Yeah, they they absolutely dominated all facets of the game last week. You had a punt return touchdown from Javon Mayfield, kickoff return touchdown from Javon Mayfield, and he also had two um, receiving touchdowns. He was actually up for for the uh, player, one of the players of the week, and Dave Campbell's this week. Um, And and Stewart and Brisbane didn't have to do a whole lot. I mean, it was a it was a team performance. Um, You could tell they were they were focused, and I think they bring that into Athens and they take care of Athens. I'm going to say I'm going to. Say Chapel Hill wins by two touchdowns at least. All right, and where is all any TSN going to be this weekend? So we're going to have we'll have the uh, center guys. will be in, in Bullard for the Center Bullard game, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll actually be, be traveling to Houston to cover uh, Brookhill, um, our our tap school here in Tyler, or actually Bullard, and uh, they're going to be playing the Villages in Houston. That game will be a six o'clock kickoff on TSN. And then uh Keith and Christian and those guys will be down in Athens uh for the uh, Chapel Hill and Athens game uh on Friday night.
0: I do want to thank Brett for joining us here on this 94A Division One show. If you have any questions, thoughts, or comments, email them to me, Terry at s2sport.com. Uh preferably be nine four a division one, but it can be anything 4 a division one, or you can just hear our state show that Grant Goodwin and I do each and every week called sideline to sideline. We have a four-A edition, a three A edition and a 2A edition each and every week brought to you by SI Design and Printing. So, week 10, we'll start to either straighten the table out or scatter the table even more. That Athens-Chapel Hill game, that's that right there is your decider. I still think, though, watch out for Henderson versus Palestine. I still think that that could be an uh-oh trap game. But for everything else, I... I Palestine still should win that game. And then if, if Chapel Hill wins against Athens, we it, it all comes down to Athens and, Ch- and Palestine for that last spot. But again, if Henderson upsets Palestine or Athens upset Chapel Hill or both happen, then things get all in a fun, fun frenzy. Until then, I'm Terry Bennett, and this has been the District 9 for a Division One show brought to you by RAR and Jim of Henderson on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media.